Hello there and welcome, would you believe it, to the 8th Commercial Awareness with Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson. Uh, in today's edition of the Watson's Daily Podcast, I'm going to start off by talking about macro developments and oil and then move on to banks, airlines, cars and a few other major stories. Cue the incredibly loud music. Okay, so kicking off with some macro stuff in the US, first of all, uh, on the plus side, markets are going up currently on optimism that some parts of America will move out of lockdown and because early tests for Gilead's uh, coronavirus drug look quite positive, but obviously it's early stages, yes. Uh, On the downside, however, the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefit has risen, um, but however, the weekly total is slightly short um, of what analysts were expecting. Over in Japan, um, they just announced that uh, they're going to the government is going to be giving every Japanese citizen around a thousand dollars each uh, to help them through the coronavirus lockdown. Um, that would equate to something like two percent of GDP. Um, and actually, the the government's actually um, rolled out the lockdown uh, across uh, across the country in, uh, as it is in a state of emergency now. Um, and that was probably due to criticisms um, that they only closed certain bits of the country which meant that anywhere that wasn't affected um, saw an influx of people who came from places that were locked down. Uh, anyway, um, apart from that, moving close to home, uh, we've got the Eurozone. So the agreement that um, that finance ministers trumpeted um, last week uh, to to great uh, to great fanfare, um, they actually it, it started falling apart. Italy hated it, um, and um, it looks like the north south divide in Europe um, is is widening at the moment. Um, Ursula von der Leyen, the um, U- the European Commission president, um, said that the Europe should say sorry. Uh, we had president, we had uh, French President Macron as well, um, saying that uh, that uh, Italy's needs, and not it's just Italy's needs, but some of the the um, needs of the poorer countries in Europe need to be heard. Um, but obviously, that, anyway, this is all an ongoing uh, an ongoing debate. Um, the other thing, actually, that's quite interesting is that. Um, and you, you, you may, you may uh, think, hark back to simpler times, the word Brexit. So um, apparently the UK is not going to look for an extension and will not accept um, the, I don't know if it's an invitation for uh, um, an extension uh, if they're given it. So um, the current deadline at the end of this year still stands, apparently. Um, then apart from that, um, we had the IMF telling us stuff we already know. So they were just t- saying this week, so it's official, um, that um, they're expecting the deepest global recession since the 1930s. Uh, and then other than that, we had South Africa cutting their interest rate by another 1%. They only cut it by another 1% a few weeks ago. Uh, it is now 4.2, uh, 4.25%. Now, the thing is, South Africa was having an absolute nightmare anyway before this coronavirus um, thing um, started started to break out, uh, and this is obviously making things far worse. So uh, again, something we'll have to be following on that front. Then moving on to oil, um, production cuts were announced over the week over the last weekend of 10 million barrels a day, which is actually quite a lot. Um, in fact, it is equates to about 10% of the world's oil supply. 
The price, however, the oil price remains pretty anemic. Um, even when Trump tweeted about it um, being not 10 million barrels uh, cut, but a 20 million barrels cut, um, I think he was just trying it on to see what would happen if, um, you know, what, whether whether the market would listen to him um, and believe him if he said it was a, it was a big cut. But um, but they clearly they didn't. Um, the problem is with um, with oil is that there is tons of supply at the moment and there's virtually no de- uh, there's virtually no demand. Um, the other problem as well is that um, a lot of pe- a lot of investors and other companies have been buying up oil while it's cheap and storing it in the hope that they will be able to sell it when um, oil starts going uh, the oil price starts going up. Unfortunately for them, the oil price hasn't been going up. Um, storage facilities are nearing full capacity um, and you've got you know the land facilities are full the um, they're store, storing it on tankers that's so that uh, capacity is filling up as well so it's all a bit of a nightmare um, at the moment um, in my opinion and I am a generalist not a specialist in this in uh, in oil but I would say that I would expect there to be lower prices for longer because even if these cuts are made and it all sticks together and everyone sticks to their production quotas. Um, they, everyone, they're still going to have to get rid of all this um, oil that has been stored before any of the new stuff um, can flow through. But uh, but there you go on the oil front. Okay, so the next thing I thought I'd talk about today is banks. So this week has been pretty key in terms of US bank reporting. So we've had uh, results from Bank of America, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, uh, Wells Fargo, uh, Morgan Stanley, um, among others. Um, generally speaking, they've all been reporting big uh, loan losses. Um, they, but on on the plus side, um, they the ones that ha- um, are able to do so have been actually trading a lot, um, as investors have been trading in these very volatile markets. So trading revenues have been up, um, and actually the other thing as well, they've all been profitable as far as I can see, um, which is impressive considering what's been going on. Um, but it will be even more impressive if this uh, current quarter will will continue to be profitable as well so um out of the out of all of them it seems that morgan stanley is possibly the um you know edge slightly ahead of everyone else um but uh, like i say yeah it'll be interesting to see um how and how long this continues um for the uh, for the next quarter there was a lot of news about airlines this week. So um, US airlines, including American, Delta, United, Southwest, Alaska and JetBlue, um, agreed, had got an agreed $25 billion bailout with the US Treasury. So that means that staff are going to be paid until September the 30th, which is great. But the problem is, of course, is where are the passengers going to be? Um, so... As things stand at the moment, there are still very major travel restrictions in place. Um, so, again, the future of these airlines is going to depend very much on when these um, restrictions are lifted. Now, there's actually quite an interesting article I noticed in The Guardian today, which is talking about the future of flying. Um, and there are many, I, I you know, I, I definitely um, suggest you read it. But anyway, um, they it, it basically goes into um, the fact that he thinks that a plane, full planes um, aren't going to return for, for quite some time because of social distancing and there's talk of 
um, the middle so people not being able to sit in the middle seat to actually um, uh, give everyone enough space. Um, there's also potentially going to be less business travel as well because um, companies will have got used uh, to using video conferencing where they can. So it's it's possible that there will be a delay uh, before they start coming back and um, you know paying the high prices, which which is what the airlines want them to do. The other thing as well is that might mean um, that there are going to be smaller planes not bigger planes anymore um and it's and also the other the other interesting thing as well which i'm, I'm sure we're, we're all uh, we're all looking at is um ticket prices are potentially likely to go down i mean that's um according to a study that was mentioned in the article um that looks at um what's happened after past disasters etc um so there you go there was some big news this week on car manufacturers. So Renault pulled out of its Chinese joint venture and they will concentrate instead in making electric vehicles and light commercial vehicles in the country. Um, they were slow to the party in terms of overseas manufacturers going to build a presence um, in China um, and um, they are not alone in, in their failure. So Fiat Chrysler have also not done particularly well there. Um, this is in contrast, of course, to VW and General Motors, who have uh, made a success of doing business in China thus far. I personally think this is a good thing that they've realised their failure and they're not just flogging a dead horse. They're m moving on and, uh, well, at least they're still, they've still got a presence and they're going to make um, vehicles that will might potentially sell anyway. The other thing as well is that Toyota, Renault and Volkswagen were talking about reopening European plants, which is good in the sense that it's good that we're heading back towards normality. But it, it does make me wonder because... I think that car sales were pretty bad going into um, the coronavirus outbreak anyway. I'm imagining that they are going to be weaker uh, for at least the short to medium term. So, yes, it's great that they're getting back to car production. But on the other hand, um, the market may not be there um, for the cars that they actually make. But anyway, obviously, we're going to have to monitor that. In other big stories this week, we saw that Verizon um, just bought the video conferencing company Blue Jeans um, uh, for an undisclosed amount, which presumably means it's a lot of money. Um, apparently, Verizon were in um, talks with buy about buying Blue Jeans about a year ago, um, but clearly those talks must have been accelerated by the coronavirus and the increased need for video conferencing um, this is probably good news for Verizon They've, uh, because I think that this just um, uh, gives them more capability in what I think is a growing market i.e. you know video conferencing um, so that's uh, potentially good for the future um, and and actually with to do with that all these companies to do that have something to do with video conferencing continue to do well so cloud uh, computing companies and and also uh, those companies such as Zoom, Citrix and Equinix. And actually, uh, on a quick thing on Zoom, um, it seems that they are um, upping their security. Obviously, they've they've had a lot of criticism recently. And to their credit, they seem to be acting pretty quickly uh, because they've hired some really big experts to come in and help them. So hopefully that will mean for Zoom that they will be able to hang on to the customers that they've managed to catch thus far and, um, and you know, and... Uh, and, and just yeah basically hang on to them and make them longer term customers when once uh, things start to die down 
Um, apart from that, there was also uh, another very interesting story that came through today, which was Facebook pulling back on its Libra pr- uh, plans. So um, instead, so what they were doing before, it was going to be one universal currency that was going to be tied to a basket of different, you know, big currencies. Um, but actually now what they've decided to do, they're going to create different cryptocurrencies that are back that are backed by uh, traditional currencies like the dollar, the pound and the euro uh, and the yen probably um so um so anyway yes it's this is a big pullback for them and uh, although libra is not dead um it's certainly uh, dead in it, in its original form but i don't think that was very surprising because um well certainly given the um, amount of backlash that it experienced from politicians um around the world from central bankers and pretty much from anyone uh, in any any kind of power absolutely hated the prospects of libra so uh that was also very interesting um elsewhere we had um airbnb they managed to raise another billion dollars um this is after they raised a billion dollars last week um i think this is this just shows that airbnb still has pulling power um and i i actually quite like airbnb in terms of the the business model um that they're, they're relatively high barriers to entry uh, it's cash generative it doesn't have loads of these um expensive assets um sitting on its balance sheet so i think that if this if being airbnb can weather the storm um for the moment i would have thought it would benefit quite nicely um once travel restrictions start to be eased because for instance i think that although international travel may not may not be um so popular i think domestic domestic travel will be and airbnb obviously gives you the opportunity of staying somewhere different and let's face it i think we could all do with staying somewhere different um uh, given given the fact that we've been locked in um for, for for quite a while so far um apart from that i would say it was also interesting to note there's uh, some good stuff in the, the in the uh, in the ft about gulf sovereign wealth funds gulf so in the gulf um so companies like um uh, the Saudi, the um uh, saudi arabia's public investment funds um then you've also got the qatar investment authority the abu dhabi investment authority kuwait investment authority but if you talk about the um saudi saudi arabian pif um it's very interesting because over the last few weeks it's built up uh, 8.2% stake I think it was in Carnival uh, very recently it's built up stakes in Shell Total Repsol Equinor any and um, and most recently um, New- Newcastle United for uh, for 300 million pounds although god knows why they bought wanted to buy that but the, but there you go um so uh, lots of big stories this week um and uh, it's been pretty exciting Well, that's it for this edition of What the Watson's Daily Podcast. I hope you found it interesting. If you like what you hear and want more information on a daily basis, please subscribe to Watson's Daily. You will get my daily blog for free, but if you really want to learn how to use this stuff in your job, studies or business, please think about signing up for a paid subscription, which is only £2.99 per month. You'll get access via my website and a brand new app to a whole load of additional material for less than a price of cup of uh, a cup of coffee per month 
if indeed you could go out uh, to buy a cup of coffee at this moment in time. Anyway, see you next time. Watson, out. Thank you.